doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel. Take a fly. Ship me trains out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. On this week's edition, we are going to talk about some stud running backs that are all going in the first round, but are kind of iffy in some ways. Um, do you know what I'm talking about, Tom? <laughs> yeah, of course I understand what you're talking about, because there are a lot, a lot of guys that you can get later on in the draft that may or may not have. And that's basically a theme for me for this whole episode is if you're going for one of these guys, that's fine. The upper echelon guys are good, but if you're going for one of these guys, remember there are other guys later on in the draft that you can get at a really pretty decent value and can help you out maybe just as much or maybe a little less than what these guys are. They, they deserve going up there, but do they really deserve going where they're at in the first round? That's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today. All right. The, the reason we're talking about, and, and the four guys that we're going to be focusing on are Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel yep. Elliott, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry. The, the, those are the polarizing ones in my mind right now. Um, and a lot of people might not seem that way, but hopefully we'll be able to explain to you why we feel the way we feel about some of these guys. And the reason, like I was trying to explain before, why this is the topic is I just did a mock draft, which is probably turning into a real league through the back row <laughs> show again. Um, and I had the third overall pick. And by the time it got to me, the guy I wanted wasn't there. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey went yeah, overall number fine. one and uh network was number two so i was hoping okay. he would take somebody else and i could scoop up on somebody that i feel is going to have a bounce back season so we'll start off with who he took at number two saquon barkley yeah i think yep. he is probably primed for a bounce back year and uh, i have him in a different back row listener league the only share of saquon barkley i own and I recently put it out there to try and trade him because I was short on depth for running backs. I didn't really have a good RB2, and I didn't have much sitting on the bench. I wasn't able to get a great draft pick for running backs, so I was just wondering what I could get for Saquon Barkley. And I was getting some of the most... I don't want to be too <laughs> mean here, but... I felt like I was getting some pretty garbage offers, and I know they're just mm -hmm. the initial offers, and there could have been some back and forth. Mm -hmm. But here's where it, it just just pounded into my head. The guy that had Zeke was like, oh, do you want to maybe try and do a, a trade that involves both of those guys? Right. Okay, I'm down for that. I'm okay with Zeke, and this is a dynasty league. So in my opinion... Saquon Barkley has more value than Ezekiel Elliott right now. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I guess we can get into that a little bit later, but as far as Saquon, I actually don't particularly ah, like him well, more well, than Zeke. Well. And I can, we'll get into that, but okay. I, I, let me start with Saquon just because, um, like you said, he's going second overall. And 
I understand that. I understand it because a lot of people, they, they see his name. They equate him to spectacular running back, which he is. He, he really is a spectacular running back. But when you're thinking first round, second pick, you want somebody that you know is going to give you everything every single week. Now, I'd rather have somebody almost like Michael Thomas even because, I mean, in a lot of cases, he is going in the, in the second pick in the first round. Um, not all the time. Most of the time he's dropping to like the fifth or sixth spot or whatever it is. But I, I, I see what I look at with Barkley from last year. He had an average of 21.43 points, and that's in the flag league. All my stats are going to come from the flag league because sure. that's the main one that I like to look, uh, look and focus on. But only four of those games did he actually score higher than 20 points. Four games. I mean, he has really big games, and that's nice, but it's not consistent with his numbers. I, I want to see a more consistent thing where he's, you know, above 15 at least. You know, above 20 would be the uh, 20 right on average would be right where I want him. But just because his average is 21.43 points per game doesn't mean he's actually scoring over 20 points every game. Only four games, like I said. So to me, that's not exactly where I want my number two pick overall to be. I want something a little better if I'm going to pick number two overall, like maybe a maybe Ezekiel LA or a Michael Thomas or something else that gives me a little more consistency across the board there. Uh, not to mention I'm completely unsure what the Giants team is going to be like this year, right. and I don't really know what's going to happen. Their defense looks horrible right now, the, worse than it was last year because of everything that's going on. I don't know if you want to discuss that or not, but I, I just it doesn't look good for the team, and usually that means it won't look good for the running back. Maybe he'll get more passing targets because you know, the the uh, the defense is going to be so bad they're going to be down by so much so often, uh, but that will probably cut down on his goal line looks as well. So I, I don't know. I just don't feel like he is a second overall pick in this draft. All right. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I hope that's what most people feel, and I understand <laughs> why you feel that way. I'm starting to get into the mode personally where I am going to start testing the waters and seeing what people will take for Saquon Barkley. I, if you own him, yeah, like I own him, I'm not going to give him up for peanuts just because I'm not happy with his performance last year. He had that ankle injury. He's admitted, and we didn't need to admit him to admit it, but he's admitted that it definitely made him worse last year and it bothered mm -hmm. him longer than it probably should have. Now, to your point of those games where he didn't score above 20 points but a few times, well, a couple of those were at the very end of the season where he kind of yeah. went off. So maybe by that time his ankle was feeling a little better and he is finally back to the Saquon that we wanted from you know his rookie year. Um, and, and that's kind of where I'm at with Saquon. I think he's going to be fine. I think if he is completely 100% healthy and back from that ankle injury, it doesn't matter how bad the Giants are going to be. The offense <laughs> is going to run through him, and he is going to have 70, 80 catches, and he is going to be, I'm not going to say it out loud too often, 
but I think he is going to be right there next to Christian McCaffrey this year. Oh man, I, I, I there's no way I can take that, <laughs> take that and put it in the bank right now. I mean, Chris McCaffrey right now, he he. He could just completely bust and whatever, but I'm not going to take that chance on him because he is tremendous. Everything I've seen out of Christian McCaffrey, 100% number one overall. I'm not going anywhere else, but I can't. I can't put Barkley up there. I almost rather put Ezekiel Elliott up there. Um, and if you want, if are we going to get in him next? Yeah, we that, can. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, I'll just go right into it then because right now what I've seen on some mock drafts, he's going in the mid round. He's going at like seventh overall off the board. And I'm actually really, really okay with this. I, I know many of times I've said Zeke's going to not bust completely, but I said that he's not going to be what everybody wants him to be. And he seems like he always kind of proves me wrong. Every single, the last two years, I kind of said that. It didn't seem like he was going to have that it factor like he did the, his rookie year and the whatever other year it was. But he didn't drop down in his production on fantasy football and he averaged 22.44 points per game. So that's just one more point than Saquon Barkley. But here's the difference. He had 11 games that were over 20 points, 11 to four. Come on. I mean, to me, complete difference to have a Zeke type running back or a Saquon Barkley type running. Now I know the ankle injury and all that with him. I, I understand that to a certain degree, but I don't know if you're a high quality Guy, you got to power through that. I know you can't make the cuts and whatever it else, but yeah, this is the NFL you're talking about. I want to see the best you have every single time, and I don't care what kind of injury you have. You got to give me something better than four point four games in a season where the at the end of the season they them games probably mean nothing. So of course he's going to get something. They the, do. Other, the other teams <laughs> they played the Jets late in the season. I mean, come on. I mean, it doesn't matter. The Jets had nothing to play for. The Giants had nothing to play for. I don't see I don't see any of that that at that really matters to me in fantasy football because yeah, I guess late in the season if you have him and you're in the uh in the playoffs, yeah, it matters a lot to you. But that them teams that you were playing weren't even that great to begin with. Anyway, I think Zeke is an extremely consistent guy. I mean he only had what two games that were under fifteen points. So that means he is extremely consistent. And eleven games over twenty, like I said, that's extremely consistent. Like beyond consistent. To me, that's the the number two back in the league for fantasy football. Because I like to see, as I've said so many times, consistency on this show. Uh, that to me makes more sense. He has to prove me wrong again and again and again before I actually say, boom, this is the guy. So right now I'm looking at him and I'm saying this is the guy. Other than Christian McCaffrey, I see him as the number two overall pick. And right now I think he is completely worth the seventh pick in this draft. I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh, there's definitely nothing wrong with Zeke going seventh overall. I would be ecstatic if he fell that far to me. Now, I had the third overall pick in the mock draft. I took Zeke with the third pick because yeah, what pick. I was testing out my uh, strategy, I guess I would say, for this upcoming season. I have said it a few times where I believe this is going to be a very pass-heavy season and there's going to be a lot of wide receivers that you can get later that are worth it so you don't have to take the top guys so early so I went running back running back in this mock draft because the value is going to be higher to have the better running backs compared to the wide receivers 
between, you know, the first and second tiers and third tiers and all that kind of stuff. So I went Zeke at three. So your assessment of Zeke is spot on. He's always been consistent. Uh, The thing between these two guys here now is change in coaching. Zeke has a new head coach. It's probably going to be a new offense. And now the Giants have the Cowboys old head coach as their (laughs) offensive coordinator. So just think about that. Jason Garrett loved to use Ezekiel Elliott and that's where the offense ran through. So I'm hoping the same is going to be true for Saquon this coming year. And I don't know why it wouldn't be. We've already discussed Saquon. We can keep on Zeke. Now Zeke (laughs) is going to be interesting. I don't think he'll be, have a lack of output, but at the same time, we know how Mike McCarthy used his running backs in the past, and he didn't ever have the quality of running back that Zeke is. But at the same time, is he going to be that guy that is going to try and use all three of those wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper? Is he going to try and use them more than what we think they should because they do have Zeke? Eh. Zeke. Yeah, I mean, these are all the things that I would be saying if I didn't trust in Zeke and I right. actually had to stay. Okay, well, the, it's been two years back-to-back that I've been kind of low on Zeke, and he's proved me wrong every single time. So, like you said, all them things are valid points, but I can't sit here and say Zeke's going to disappoint me this year because if I say that again, he's going to absolutely prove me wrong like he has in the last <laughs> couple of years because I didn't expect him to be – as good as he was these last couple of years because he's been really good and very consistent to me, 100% worth to have him on the field. Unlike some of these other guys are even going ahead of him in a lot of these drafts. And now I just want to put out there, you haven't exactly been low on Zeke, but no, one not, of no. your predictions a couple of years ago was that Christian McCaffrey would outperform Zeke and people called you crazy and yeah, you were did. right. So it's not that you were low on him. You just thought Christian McCaffrey was going to be that much better than everybody else was putting him out there to be. Well, I thought he, yeah, I thought he was going to be better than everybody else was saying, but I also thought Zeke was going to drop. Zeke didn't drop. He didn't. He just stayed where he was, and Christian McCaffrey just went way up the top. So, yeah, I was right in a way. I'll take the credit, though. So Yeah, that's fine. That's I, I, fine. I love the Christian McCaffrey thing. I, I When I see that one every single time, like, yeah, you guys said I was crazy. Yep. And come to find out, I was pretty right. Pretty right. Kinda. Pretty right. Um, so there you have it with Zeke, and he's not exactly being overdrafted because unless you're taking him at number one, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of where he is. Uh, Anyone it, other than CMC at number one is overdraft. It could complete reach at that point. Pretty much, pretty much. Okay, so we got two more guys we'd like to discuss, and then we'll kind of compare them all at the end. The next guy mm-hmm. I'd like to touch on is a guy that still, uh, according to the stats that I'm looking up, we're looking at different leagues uh, you and I are yeah. for points overall. This is a super flex uh, with a tiered PPR. So these are some high scoring leagues. But Alvin Kamara still with as shaky of a season as he had and after he missed a couple of games still was RB13 in this format that I'm looking at. And that's mm-hmm. not bad, but it's not what we expected out of Alvin Kamara last year. No, and... Uh... Basically, here I here I am right now, and 
looking at some of these uh, mock drafts and whatnot, he's somewhere around the top three, top four pick off the board right now. And I, I just, I'm not, somebody's got to explain this to me, why he's going third overall. I mean, would you not want Saquon over Kamara? Would you not want Zeke over Kamara? I mean, he only had five games that were over 20 points, which it's not terrible, but it's still not good. And he had five games that were under 15. And I know what a lot of people are going to say. Well, he didn't have Breeze for them seven weeks, you know, so that has to make a big difference. Well, if you actually look at it and you compare his production with Bridgewater to his production with Breeze, there really isn't that big of a difference. And actually... His best fantasy game came with Bridgewater under center. So yep. don't don't talk to me about Breeze being the difference maker here because that's just simply not the case. So maybe, maybe having somebody like Emmanuel Sanders at the wide receiver position will make their running game a little bit better, and maybe will make the dump off ability to. Uh, to Kamara a little more open up a little bit. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe the running game will open up. Maybe the dump dump offs will open up a little bit more for Kamara and maybe he will have a more successful year than he did this last year. I, I predict him to have a better year, but I, I just don't see him as the number three pick in a draft. I just don't get it to me. He's being completely overdrafted. He's the one that needs to be in the seven spot. To me, and Zeke needs to go up to the three or the second spot, depending on who you like more, Saquon or Zeke. I don't, I don't get the Kamara being third overall thing at all. I'm just not seeing it. No. And, and, go ahead, go ahead. And I just, I don't, I don't understand why you would pick Kamara over Michael Thomas either. I much rather have Michael Thomas. I understand the strategy. You want to get a running back early, whatever. But like I've said, and I, you might disagree with me a little bit here, but there are a lot of other guys later on in the drafts for running backs that you could pick that this is going to be my strategy this year. So maybe, maybe I'm just a little quirky and I don't, don't <laughs> I'm not getting everything correctly, but I want these other guys that are younger and more unproven because I want to see what they give me where I want the proven wide receiver. I don't want to drop down and be like, Oh, maybe Juju stick uh, gets it back in the, the gear this year. No, I don't want to take that chance. I want to go with Michael Thomas somebody like that, so I absolutely know I have a stud because he's going to be a stud again. Everybody knows that. Kamara, you don't really know if you're going to get a stud. You might get a stud. You'll probably get something at least playable every single week, but that's not the point. And like I said, five games were over 20. Everything else was under 20, and he had five games under 15. So it's just not consistent enough for me to say that he's third overall pick. I'd rather have his teammate in Michael Thomas. Yeah, I actually thought about Michael Thomas at number three overall in that mock that I did. But again, I was going with the certain strategy of I think wide receivers overall are going to be better than normal, so you'll have better opportunities for there. So I went running back. But I was thinking about Michael Thomas there. which You brings, have to. <laughs> which brings me back to Alvin Kamara, and I just don't have the confidence to draft him unless he falls to the very back end of round one. For me, it would all depend on what all else was going to be available, but I am not taking Alvin Kamara any higher than what you were saying, like seventh overall. Seventh, yeah. That is probably the highest I would think about taking him. So in my opinion, Alvin Kamara is being a tad overdrafted. Because that run game isn't what it used to be. Latavius Murray isn't Mm -hmm. that great of a back compared to where Mark Ingram was. 
They yep. picked up Ty Montgomery. Whoop-dee-doo. There's nothing else there, but at the same time, the Saints did kind of go away from that run, 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 and just pass a little bit You know, of a couple years ago when Drew Brees had one of his worst years ever, which still was good, but <laughs> they had so much running that year that it – you know, if you had Drew Brees as your fantasy quarterback, you were a little disappointed. And it seems like they've gone back to letting Drew Brees just let her rip. And here we are. Do you trust a New Orleans running back for that high of a price, I guess is what I'm getting at. And I, I don't remember exactly if this is what we said last year, but I'm pretty sure we said something at least close to this, that with Michael, or I'm sorry, What's the other running back that I can't think of Latavius. all of a sudden that was on the no, – Oh, Mark no, no, Ingram. No. You said him, Mark Ingram. With Mark Ingram not on the team, we said that it might take a little bit out of Kamara because he's going to have overload of work. And, you know, Murray just uh, – yeah. So I think we kind of said something like that. Where yeah. A lot of people were saying Murray was going to have a, a lot better of a year than that, he actually did because – you know, they thought they were he was going to take the Mark Ingram role. Well, guess what? Mark Ingram's a better running back than a lot of people must have thought because guess look at look at what happened. Not saying Kamara didn't have a good year. He had a fine year. It just wasn't worth what people are drafting him at right now. I think that's all I'm trying to say. I think it's really all you're trying to say as well. Uh, basically, I mean, we can touch on Mark Ingram. He's not the fourth guy we were uh, planning on talking about, but since I've no, got no, no. him up, he was the 11th overall running back. Uh, last mm-hmm. year in this format. Yes, he played one more game than uh, Elvin Kamara did because Ingram did not play in week 17 for the Ravens because they had everything wrapped up. But he averaged almost exactly the same compared, and you got him, what, four rounds later? Mark Ingram was going in, what, the fourth and fifth round basically yep. last year, and he was a seal. This league that I'm looking at was an auction league, and I got Mark Ingram so cheap. Uh, my four running backs in this league, and I know I've said it before, but my four running backs in this league <laughs> are Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, and we'll come to our fourth player now, Derek Henry, who yeah. is such an interesting pick this year because I have seen him go as high as four and five, and I'm seeing him drop all the way to the end of the first round, beginning of the second round. Um, arms, Aaron arms from the back row show. He's in a Madden league with Darius Geis, which is kind of cool. Um, but there's people that he was playing against in there and they said that Derek Henry was a fringe second round running back this year. And I just cannot agree at all with any part of that statement because we all know Derrick Henry was my baby last year. I yep. hyped him up. I was on the other side of the fence looking into the herds of people <laughs> saying Derrick Henry was not going to be good last year. And I said, just wait, just wait. Yes, it took him to the end of the year and a great year or a great game at the end of the year to get him the rushing title. But I was still right. He won the rushing title. I don't care how it happened. And he was such a fantasy darling. He only missed one game. And he had a couple of bad games in between. But after that, he had so many just consistently good games that in the mock draft I just did, he went 10th overall. And I was like, I wish I would have had the 10th pick instead of the third overall pick because I would have been extremely happy getting Derrick Henry at number 10. Yeah, uh, that's a very good point. I mean, the guy, I mean, last year he 
there are, we went to the expo, the fantasy football expo with a bunch of other, you know, experts and whatnot that had their booths. Everybody, everybody was down on him. They literally, we took a group photo <laughs> and the way that they wanted to, to say cheese was Derek Henry sucks. And we're just looking at what, Wait, what, uh, what, what? No. <laughs> We don't think he sucks. I mean, I wasn't as high on him as you were. You you predicted him to be the league's leading rusher, which, well, you were right. Even if you didn't get that right, you would have been right. Yeah. I mean, everybody was around us was saying he was going to be terrible. Uh, so we we're just sitting there like, uh, do we say no to this? Uh, do we walk out of the picture? No, okay, we didn't walk out of the picture. But, I mean, the guy, he's going 10th overall right now on average for most of these drafts that are going right now. And to me, it's a, good, it's a really good deal if you're going to get somebody that late of that caliber who had that great of a season last year. He had eight games over 20 points. So, again, we're looking at somebody that may be not as good as Zeke when it comes to consistency, but eight games, that's better than all the other guys that we talked about except for Zeke. So, if you're getting him this late in the draft, Again, why is Zeke in the seventh spot? Why is Derrick Henry in the tenth spot? It doesn't compute. So these are guys that look for to get a deal on. Uh, Like I said so many times about Derrick Henry, I said two years ago that he was a complete bust because he was. And then everybody seemed to go crazy bad on him, and then he propped up to be a really good guy. And they're still not trusting in him. No. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. I still think he's got some things he's got to work out because, you know, that's the Titans. They're not the greatest. They lost. I think they lost a uh, uh, offensive tackle. I don't remember yeah, exactly Conklin. what happened. I've, yes, that's right. Uh, they lost him. So we'll see what kind of happens. Let's we'll wait and see and how, see how it unfolds. But I think that to take him with the 10th spot, absolute steal. And if I had something around the fifth spot, I would I would have to consider taking Derrick Henry because there's no way you're going to get him back around. So you have no. to take if you'd like him more than Kamara, you better take him at that point. Yeah, he's just he's that good. He's not going to be competing for carries. He's going to be a workhorse. Yep. Yeah, he's not going to have a ton of touches, but he's the guy. Once they get down to the goal line, guess who's getting the ball? Derrick Henry mm-hmm. is getting that ball. Yes, A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill had a rapport halfway through the season. We were all about Ryan Tannehill last year, too. We told you to go out and pick him up before he was ever even uh, announced to be a starter for a week. We knew as soon as he got on the field, he would make that team better, and he made Derrick Henry better, and it was just a a great overall team. Now, Derrick Henry has a quarterback that can throw the ball, and he's got a rapport with the receivers. They've got A.J. Brown. They still got Corey Davis, which they didn't pick up the fifth-year option on. We talked about that a couple episodes yep, ago. Still got Adam Humphreys. Yep. I mean, Jonu Smith, everybody <laughs> still thinks is going to be something. I am not on Jonu Smith train right now, but I understand why there's hype. But all of that yeah. is going to equal another good Derrick Henry season and somebody I think you can count on this year. But – I couldn't bring myself to draft him over Ezekiel Elliott at the number three spot because it just didn't seem right. No, I wouldn't have done that either. I would have taken Zeke over over Derek Henry. If I had my top three right now, it'd be Chris McCaffrey, Zeke. Yeah, boy, it's hard to yes. put Henry over Saquon because you're sitting there thinking, is this is this dumb for me to do this? <laughs> because you, man, that's really difficult. It really is a difficult thing. I wouldn't want to have to make that decision because 
I might have to go with Saquon just because I know he's a, a better overall running back when it comes to catching the ball, running the right. ball. I mean, having the opportunities and all that jazz, I, I'd have to probably go with Saquon, but man, after that, there, I don't think I could go with anyone else. Once you get past them top three guys, there's no chance I'm taking anyone else over Derrick Henry as far as running backs go. But if you're getting him in the 10th pick, you don't have to wait. And you might right. not even have to wait if you're in a 10-team league. You might even have to wait for your <laughs> next pick. You can get another person almost immediately. Yeah. So to me, it's completely worth having him in that spot. So I, I kind of expect this to change. I expect him to go once, – once leagues actually get a lot closer to starting up, I don't think he's going to be in the 10th spot anymore. And if he is, so be it. I'll take that every yeah. time. But I, I expect him to be somewhere around the 5th to 7th spot, kind of where Zeke is going sure. right now. And Zeke's going to climb up that board as well in a lot of drafts. But I don't see this staying the way it is at the moment. But if you are drafting right now for some reason, a really early draft, do it. Get Wait for it. Trade back if you're allowed to trade back and get that uh, Derrick Henry or even Ezekiel Elliott later in the draft. Yep, that's exactly what I had said. Uh, if it were a real league, and it might end up being still, yeah. but if it were a real league from the start, I would have tried to trade out of that third position. Even yeah. if it were back yep. three spots, if it were back seven spots, I would have tried to trade back and maximize my value in the late first, early seconds, and third-ish rounds. Somewhere in there, that's kind of what my strategy would have been. So that being said, I'm just going to give my order real quick in how I would draft <laughs> these guys. And my order is Saquon, Zeke, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. I'm sure yours is a slight bit different. I think I already kind of said it would be Zeke, uh, probably Saquon, and then Derrick Henry, and then Kamara. I, okay. It's just a little bit different with Zeke on top. Saquon and Derrick Henry is really hard to to to. It's really difficult to quantify, I guess. If do I really want to take Derek Henry over Saquon? Probably not, but it's it's close for me. It really is. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it to us. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Twitch. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. I've now renamed that Fuel Tube. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but for whatever it's worth, I thought it was fun. I made a new logo for it. So check out our YouTube content. I put that link down below in the Twitch platform. Um, I guess that's going to wrap it up for us. We still have yet to do the back row jet show. So stick around for that or check us out. There's always links in the show notes. Uh, it, it is full on mock season. So we will probably be referencing, mock drafts from here on out because we'll probably both be a part of a billion of them <laughs> until we know for sure <laughs> when the nfl season is going to start which it's still fingers crossed starting on time but you know i'm not promising anything but all right thanks mm -hmm. for listening and don't forget to stay fueled up during mock fantasy football season